Hello and welcome to Soul Self, where we talk all things energy, consciousness, trauma healing, mindset manifesting, and more. Prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment, living your purpose, having juicy relationships, and lush abundance. To stay up to date, join my newsletter at bloomshakti.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings. Hello and welcome to Soul Self. So today we're going to be talking about Barbie. I just want to say Margot Robbie is fucking gorgeous and stunning and I can't imagine anyone else playing Barbie and same with Ken. Like Ryan Gosling just killed it. I also want to say that before he became so well known because of The Notebook, I was a huge fan of his from Murder by Numbers. I think that was his first movie and it was with Sandra Bullock. But yeah. Anyways, <laughs> before we get into today's episode, I want to give you a highlight of what's going on at Bloom Shakti. Also, everything that I'm speaking about can be found on my website at bloomshakti.com. So first things first, we have the Lionsgate portal opening up. This is not just like a one-day event on 8-8. This is a two-week thing. So you want to make sure you take advantage of it. And right now, we also have Seven Planets in Retrograde. So... Mm, it's a lot. It's a lot. But we're here for it. We're taking advantage of it in the best way possible. So with the Lionsgate, I have two things. One, a candle. You can find that uh, under products and events on my website. Two, a Lionsgate healing. So this is basically going to be like when this space opens up, we're doing a cleanse and protection a lot deeper. If you've worked with me one-on-one or what have you, like this is going to be a little different because we're. I'm also tuning into the collective and what it needs. And there's a lot of different ways to do cleansing and protection work. So that's that. And then on 8-8, we're going to be meeting to do some deep manifestation work, which I'm super excited about. And then on August 1st is a full moon. I will be conducting a retrograde spell. I feel like a lot of people are getting their ass kicked <laughs> because of all these planets that are retrograde. But also... There's a lot of people that are having realizations and epiphanies and it's like you're connecting the dots of like, I do not want to fucking experience this shit again. And that's a beautiful place to be in. But let's also clear all those comrade contracts up. So that's what that full moon spell is all about. And then on Friday, August 4th, mark your calendars. I'm going live on Instagram at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to do my monthly card pulling and healing. By the way, I'm going to be doing that this Saturday, the 29th at one of my markets. And this is the first time I'm doing it in a public space. I really don't believe in receiving readings and getting healing done in public spaces. This is something I've talked about in my telegram group, The Vortex. However, I do feel like I'm in a different place to be able to do that and also like be able to protect my energy and my client's energy. Um, so I'm really not tripping over anyone else I'm in, like, the space with to do all that. However, for healings, please, like, go to a person one-on-one. You don't want to be doing that stuff in a public space. Um, but I'm excited because I've done it on Instagram and I do it via Zoom only, um, unless until it's a client who also books it while they're having an in-person session as well. So... Yeah. And what's different about the way I work is I'm not just pulling cards for you and I don't fucking tell you what you want to hear. I tell you the truth about what you need to hear. Um, 
I also do healings. So I have alignments, which are like energetic packets, signature packets of certain things that heal you. So for example, even with my candles, you know, everyone wants to bring in money, but what are the blocks? What ancestral shit comes through from it? What is it, you know, what deeper healing is related to the money that you might not even think is related to money, right? There's a lot of underlying things when it comes to healing work. So that's why healing is not linear. So that's that. Uh, if you want to know where I'll be, go to bloomshakti.com under products and events, you'll see where I will be. And then on August 11th, I'm having a masterclass called Wide Open. You know, there's a lot of information out there. This class is not about information. It is about dropping down into your body. And I'm going to share with you the wisdom of that. Um, And really, my intention for the masterclass is that you leave feeling like you've just been fucked wide open. Okay, hence the class name. So there's not too much detail I want to give. I'm, I'm calling in the right people of like whoever is meant to be will show up because they're ready to take it to that next level. And then the last thing I want to share is that August 16th is a new moon and I will be conducting an 888 spell. So if you've been seeing that number or even 444s, adding up to eights, go read the details under spells and masterclasses. You will know if it's meant for you. And if you've met me in person, then use your intuition test. That's how you have discernment of what you should partake in and maybe what it's not the time for right now. So now with that being said, let's dive into today's episode, Barbie Matrix. Now the movie starts, oh, also I should probably give a disclaimer. I don't feel like this is going to ruin the movie for you if you haven't seen it. I do feel like it's a different perspective, but maybe watch the movie and then listen to this episode because I definitely don't want to fucking ruin it for you, okay? Now, if you have seen it and if you have not seen it because you don't give a fuck, that's fine as well. I think that you can still have some takeaways from this episode, okay? So now the movie starts out and it's just pretty rainbows butterflies all the women get along and I really love that like sisterhood is so important for women because it really reflects that relationship we have with ourselves and having community is so important and I actually read a study about a community in Italy where they like ate pasta drank tons of wine and all this stuff And they were really healthy and lived long lives. And the reason being is because they felt so supported. Like there was just so much community and community is essential. Like women, we get together, we talk, we just being around one another is so healing. So love that fucking sisterhood. Two, I thought it was kind of funny how they described Ken. Like Ken's existence is to basically be seen by Barbie, you know? And it was interesting to see that, which was emasculation in a way, um, very indirect, but definitely emasculation. But notice that the that Barbie never pursued Ken. Like, women are not meant to pursue men, right? And then my favorite favorite part was when she when they're all like having a party, and then she's like, "Isn't today great?" every day is great. Tomorrow's going to be great. The day after that's going to be great. And I was just like, oh my God, that's so cute. Cause they're like fucking manifesting it, right? Like in Barbie land, 
every day is the best fucking day ever. So, um, with stereotypical Barbie, which was played by Margot Robbie, I thought it was very interesting how when they're at that party, you know, she's having th- this big ass party and she's like, do you guys ever think about death? And it's just fucking crickets. And, you know, she has like flat feet, bad breath. And that really reflects how society has certain standards of like women's beauty, you know, and that's nothing new. We're all aware of that pink tax, what have you. Um, and it's very interesting because that is where like sisterhood wounding kind of stems from, right? It's like women feel the need to compete, to be beautiful, to be chosen. You know, the, the most beautiful woman gets chosen by the man and stuff. And it just has a ripple effect in so many other things. And then Weird Barbie is actually talking about when, you know, when Barbie's having all these issues, she goes to Weird Barbie and Weird Barbie's like telling her about a portal and, you know, there's energy transference between the girl who's playing with Barbie in the real world and why Barbie's going through all these things. And you know what? Maybe if you haven't watched the movie and you're planning to, don't listen to this episode because now I'm realizing I'm just breaking down like all the scenes and shit. Anyways, so yeah. And I also want to note, Ken is feminized, right? Like in the movie up until this point, Ken is feminized. Ken pursues, like Ken's just vying for Barbie's attention and he doesn't get to lead, right? Even when Barbie is going to the real world, Ken is behind her, like on the jet ski, on the boat, on the, on the, in, in the car, on the, whatever, you know, their transportation is. And I thought that was a little weird. (laughs) Um, and then Barbie is really mothering Ken too, because when they get to the real world, and they're at the bus stopping and, and Barbie's like, oh, I'm going to meditate. I'm just, no, she doesn't say meditate. She's like, I'm going to clear my mind, right? And this, I love this part because it was like, even though it's Barbie, she's taking the time to drop into her body, into her heart to feel, which is also a new fucking concept for her. And there's that scene and Ken, she's like telling Ken, go for a walk, but don't go too far right? That you never say that to a man. You can say that to your son though, right? And that's where raising sons is very different than raising daughters too. So that's like a whole other conversation, but yeah. And then as Ken goes on this walk, he sees other men who are in a gym at the office and he sees these examples of masculinity being displayed and it empowers him, right? It empowers Ken, I'm like, damn, I'm fucking respected here. That woman asks him for the time and he was like so happy about it, right? Because men love to be able to help us, even in like the smallest of things. And then, you know, there's like the group of men at Mattel who are like the fucking CEOs and everything that run the whole show of Barbie, Barbie World. And that was really interesting because it's like, a group of men like who are actually they look very soft and stuff but it's almost like an alter ego where they have created this whole barbie world right because you would think barbie was created by a woman and it was but then like the ceo and everyone is it's all fucking bored of men um 
And then another scene is Sasha. And when Barbie goes and she finds Sasha and she's like, you know, Sasha tells her off and she's like, oh, it's all consumerism and perfection and you're a fascist. And, and Barbie's like, what the fuck? Like, that wasn't the point. Barbie is to, you know, to empower, to make you feel like you can do anything. And I'll get to the point of what the end and what I think, what I took away from it. But yeah, so... Then after Barbie leaves Sasha, right, she's being taken away by Mattel and Ken's right there and he's watching everything and he doesn't step in because he's not used to that, right? He's just like, oh, she'll be fine, right? And and then what was the scene where there's a scene where Ken is like, he takes books and then he, you know, he tells Barbie like, you need to risk like basically like you need to respect me and stuff and it was very interesting also because at the same time within like that 10 minute frame there's like a whole conversation that the Mattel CEOs are talking about hiding patriarchy right and Barbie and Ken mentioned how everything in the real world is like opposite of like Barbie world um so yeah and then the scene where Barbie is in the Mattel CEO office, right? It's crazy because they had no issue with Ken. They just wanted Barbie to get in the fucking box. And in that moment when Barbie basically like broke out, she was like not about to stay in that box. She followed her intuition. She was like, nah, fuck that. I'm a dip. And like there's that whole chasing scene. And that really goes to show how women really do have like logic and emotions. You know, we are very balanced. There is nothing we can't do. Has the girl boss culture and all this stuff gone too far? Yes, because now we're in overdrive and a lot of women are competing with men and that's an issue. Um, can we do it all and do it better than men? I think we all know the answer to that. And um, I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> And then, you know, there's a whole other quote, basically, talking about, um, there was one point, I forgot who said it, but the, it was said that women hate women, men hate women, everyone hates women. And I thought that was very fascinating, because there has been a war on women right? Like we are raped, abused, taken advantage of in so many ways. And we can be victims of it. And we can hate men, we can hate women, whatever. But the truth is, there's so much to learn from that. And at the same time, men are kind of in that box too, right? Like there's just so many programs, so many things that we have been conditioned to and we need to undo it. We need to unlearn a lot as a society. And it's hard. It's not easy. It's <clears throat> not necessarily natural either. But the thing is, you know, even recently, I have come to this place with some things that have happened that when I talk about non emasculating men, or when I talk about how the feminist movement has really fucked up, you know, the modern day world and and stuff. Some people take it as like, I'm a very traditional person. 
who's hardcore about, you know, women should cook and clean and not wear, you know, slutty clothes and not dance in public. Like, that is absolutely not what I've been saying for these past couple years. And what it comes down to, even in Barbie, at the end, you know, the movie, is to heal your shit and come into a place of alignment and play on your own fucking strengths, right? Even when it comes to dating, for example, there's so many opinions out there. Don't do this. Don't say that. Like, and the truth is, if you want to have vulnerability and intimacy in relationships, you need to cultivate that within yourself. And then you're going to attract and be able to share that with another person. And I pray that it doesn't happen to you. But if you share so much with the person and you're, that person doesn't choose you to be their person the way you've chosen them to be yours, I pray that you have the strength to move past it. Because at the end of the day, we're all fucking humans. We have our own strengths and it's important to play on that. And when people learn and start to get into this masculine, feminine, polarity shit, it is overwhelming. But when you feel safe in your body, in the world, you trust yourself, you have alignment. And you know what that means? You're going to fucking find and beat with a person who is on that same wavelength. So that's my take on that. <laughs> um, and then continuing with the movie. Ken goes back to Barbie Lane and he, you know, is talking about how men are elevated in the real world and all that stuff. Ken has taken over Barbie's house. He calls it the extreme Mojo Dojo Casa house. <laughs> um... And it's crazy because some of the Barbies are like, well, actually all the Barbies, they're kind of brainwashed when Ken goes back to Barbie world and takes over like Barbies, all the other Barbies are brainwashed to be subservient to the men. And by the time Barbie, Margot Robbie, Barbie, the stereotypical Barbie gets back to Barbie world with the humans, um, She's just, like, upset. And she's like, what the fuck, you know? And I think that's where we are as a society right now. Where it's, like, everything has been taken to the extreme, right? Like, now men and women are competing because, yes, women have equal rights. Women get paid more. But it's like, what the fuck? Like, I think we're a little past that point in society. And some people might still be around that point. But it's, like, where men have just taken over... And it's a very harsh masculine energy where the masculine wants to be seen and felt and appreciated, but it's not. So it feels the need to have that, attain that sense of respect and appreciation in a very fucked up way, right? So Ken takes over Barbie's house and all the other Barbies are serving all these men. And then this is where you kind of see the modern day feminist, like true feminist and radical feminist, very, very fucking clearly, right? There's no in between. And then Ken breaks down 
in like to Barbie showing, you know, what it exemplifies is how a man is depressed, doesn't get respect, you know, and he was happy to be asked for the time. He tells Barbie that, you know, or the people, the other Kens and stuff. And it's interesting because when Ken asks, you know, he there's a scene where he's basically saying to Barbie and he, he wasn't trying to be a dick about it. But he's like, how does it feel to Barbie, right? To to feel less than. And this is where Barbie, like, yes, a woman can do everything, but emasculating men is also not the way to go about it, right? And that whole thing, the concept of Barbie is radical feminism. Yes, you can be a woman, make money, do all the things, but it doesn't mean this is a competition because men don't see it as a competition, right? Like, even when it comes to being a provider, my energy, energy making money, like a woman, we want to work to take care of ourselves, like to do whatever the fuck we want to do. A man, when he provides, like he makes money, he wants to make sure you're fucking taken care of. Like a man loves to pay bills. A woman would rather like spend that money on herself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, if it's relationship dynamics, you figure it out. And sometimes that's exactly what might just break you. You know, because you're just not on the same page. And it's okay. It's okay. You know, sometimes sometimes people want to sacrifice and compromise and figure it out. Other times people don't. They just feel depleted. And it is what it is. Um, so when Ken asks how it feels, it kind of goes to show how much women emasculate men. And that's the whole radical feminism stuff, right? There's also this reality check at the same time for Barbie of like change is inevitable, you know, and you could see Barbie is inflexible. And one thing I've learned over the past couple years is in life, you have to be flexible and you have to be neutral because when you're flexible and neutral, you're closer to coming into alignment. Okay. And then Barbie says, in this world, you're either brainwashed or you're weird and ugly, <laughs> right? So Ken brainwashed basically like that's patriarchy, throwing over, throwing over like fucking everything up, and then women's standards are being like questioned. And ladies, I'm not saying like you know when I talk about feminist stuff, like I don't talk about it in a way of like giving up your power, but it's about really. It's about you knowing what your core needs are and coming into your core energy, not just being hustle, hustle, go, go, go in your day-to-day life. Do we all have to hustle in this modern day and age? We do, to some extent. We do, right? And there is that beautiful, powerful speech that America Ferreira gave by the way, I didn't even realize it was her. Like, I I, had, I was like, why does her face look so familiar? And I'm like, oh, yeah, si se puede. Um, anyways, <laughs> but, you know, women are tired. And a lot of what we do, we do it to be liked. You know, when the women are awakened, right, with after that speech she gives, they're, like, deprogrammed, right? And you can see Ken is running rampant. Like, he's like a psycho at this point 
And the thing is, Margot Robbie or Barbie was kind of right, and Barbie was absolutely right when it's like you let a man feel like, not feel like you care. He has to know you care, right? And I didn't like the part about turning the men against one another, but that is kind of how men operate, right? And that whole thing that was said can be very controversial, but it's very true. Let a man think that he is making the choices, even though it's really you, and there's a way to go about it, right? And there was another point I was going to make. I don't remember what I was going to say. Never mind. But anyways, also, can we just, like, take a moment to appreciate, like, Ryan Gosling's body was like, holy shit. Like, he really worked out for this role. Eva Mendez is a lucky woman. <laughs> but that whole scene where when the women are deprogrammed and then they're going back and they're trying to gather the men so that they can, like, fight one another, you know, men are made to seriously, like, fucking hunt and to fight. And when men don't get to do that and they don't get to do that in this modern day right like modern day it's like competition or unless until they're they're in sports which is great when men are in sports and some men just aren't into sports so i mean those men must have like other outlets or maybe they're more like in their heart and emotions but i can't speak on it i don't know um but it was also very interesting you know how Ken learned about this and he took it like to a fucking extreme, right? And the truth is, it's about alignment, love, and union. Like women, men and women are coming together and not battling one another. And when Barbie apologizes to Ken in that conversation, it was really needed. Like that was a heart to heart connection. And, you know, when Ken like needs Barbie and he's having this identity crisis and she's his muse and empowering him, like you need to find out who you are, you know? And the thing is like, even in our real life, when you're embodied, authentic and in alignment, everything falls into place. You don't have to play into, oh, I want him to like me. Like that person should take you as you are, which also in modern day dating, you know, people put up a, this front of who they are and stuff. And it's so unnecessary. It really is. And I think it's important that, you know, we all come together and and play on our strengths. That's how we come into union with another. That's how we co-create and make a relationship work and have dyna- like healthy dynamics. When you're a woman and you do your work behind the scenes of coming into your feminine energy, you're not going to, your nervous system is going to be more regulated. You're going to feel more safe. You're not going to be acting like a fucking man and aggressive and shit when it comes to your man, right? Or the men in your life. And I love when, I love the scene where she talks about, um, like if a woman, America Ferrara's character, she talks about, yeah, like what if a woman just wants, is it her or Barbie? I don't know, but it's like, oh, like, a woman can just be a mom, like, if she wants to, you know, and I think that women have so much pressure, like, with the feminist movement, we have created so much pressure, so much competition of what to do, who to be, what to be, and, and even Barbie learning to take, you know, the time to kind of, like, figure out herself, 
That is so powerful. It's so real, right? Because we as humans are constantly evolving. We're always changing. Every seven years, you know, psychology has proven we're a whole new person. And not just that, like our body is like, we have a whole new body every seven years too, you know? And I love when there's a scene that basically admits the, that, you know, humans have many constructs. And it's very true. Like, we live in this world that has so much war, hate, division, and these are all human constructs from politics to all this LGBTQ stuff, gender roles, pronouns, you know, the hierarchy, making money, like, all this stuff, they're human constructs. Where do we all go when we fucking die? What happens at the end of a human's journey? We fucking die. We either get cremated or we go six feet under right? And I love that scene where she talked about how we make these things up and then we die. And this is, uh, this, the person who talks about it is the CEO of Mattel, like the original woman, Ruth. And, you know, Barbie asked to be human again and being human all in all is about feeling, but we have stopped feeling we have become robots playing into the matrix and we are trying to meet quotas trying to make our lives look a certain way on social media trying to spiritually bypass and not just spiritually bypass like just bypass in general like the most human thing you can the most spiritual thing you can do is just be human and enjoy this experience People get into spirituality and they want to ascend. I want to ascend. I want to be in the 5D. Bitch, you have a human experience and a body to experience. Like, do you ever realize how abundant your body is? Right now, as you're listening to this, no matter what you're doing, there's so many functions going on in your body that you are not even aware of, but it's happening. Like you are an abundance walking machine. And I really loved Barbie seeing it from this perspective because it reminds us to just, yeah, do what you want, right? Like pursue your dreams. And some of us are not those kind of people. We are not overachievers. And that's okay too. We all came here for a different reason. We have karmic contracts. We are doing the best that we fucking can. And that's what matters. That's what really matters. Being human, feeling love, union, alignment. That is what's important. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please give me a Apple or Spotify review so more people can find my podcast And I will talk to you all soon. Have a lovely day. Hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered. I would appreciate if you could do an Apple podcast review. Takes less than 15 seconds. Forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you soon.